2017, he broke onto the scene with his debut single, King Charles. Fast forward four years, and the man catapulted himself into the alternative rock, hip-hop, and punk scene to be one of the most recognizable and iconic musicians of our time. He has amassed multiple nominations nominations and wins for various awards over the last few years and if that doesn't float your boats how about working with the likes of Halsey, Travis Barker, Machine Gun Kelly and Dan Reynolds to name but a few. It is the biggest honor and privilege to welcome onto Pick FM 93.6 Dominic Harrison better known to you and me as Youngblood. Youngblood how are you this afternoon? Hello mate I'm very well are you? I can't complain. Firstly, it's just a massive honor to have you here on Pick FM 93.6. But I want to ask you, you had a reasonably fast-paced rise to fame and success. And I mean, you're only 24 for crying out loud. So was it easy for you to deal with the relatively fast onslaughts uh, of becoming successful over the last uh, three or four years? I think with it all, man, like I um, never expected it. I just kind of had an idea and a mentality that I wanted to radiate. And I basically came out to the world and was like, hello, does anybody feel like I do? Does anybody think like I do? And it turns out millions of people did. So I was just a bit like, it's pretty hard to get a grip on. But, you know, I mean, I think I'm still the same. I'm still the same kid as I was at the start. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think because the saying goes, you mustn't sort of aim to be famous. You must aim to be talented. So did was that ever a dream of yours to become a worldwide famous musician? I think I think I wanted to be, I wanted to play on stage. Yeah, I want, like when I was younger, I was like, I just want to be a rock and roll star. But I think, <laughs> I think what it kind of became was very different than I ever imagined. Yeah. You know, I think I, um, I always had a lot to say as a kid. I always had a lot I thought was wrong with the world. I always wanted to, I always enjoyed making people feel happy. I remember that, you know what I mean? I used to like do weird shit. Like, you know what I mean? I, I used to sit on the streets with like, I literally remember one night in London, I, I used to, I, I met a homeless man called Barry and I used to literally sit with Starbucks with him every Saturday. You know what I mean? I loved that. I loved yeah. talking and hearing people's stories and shit. And I, just one day I was like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write music about kind of problems and what I yeah. believe is wrong with the world and I want to create a, I want to be a musician with an idea yeah I didn't want to be a musician that would just sing songs about whatever you know what I mean I was yeah. like I want to talk about an idea I want people to look like each other I want them to walk like each other I want them to talk like each other I want to to create a space where people can be ultimately proud to be who they are. And I just wanted to meet some mates really. And it got so much bigger than I ever expected. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think definitely that mentality. I mean, the fact that you wanted to write your music for good, I think definitely put you in good stead and write good songs. You did because Fleabag is one of your new songs. So Uh, what what made you decide or what was the motivation behind the song? Why did you decide that the world needed to hear Fleabag? I think, I think that's it, man. I always ask myself, like if anyone is like an artist out there or whatever, trying to get into music, I always, when I go into the studio, I always ask myself, right. If I had 10 seconds, if I met someone new to radiate what I'm about, could I do it in, in, in those 10 seconds with a song? And I think with it all, I um, 
I was struggling so much with this whole idea of kind of getting bigger and, and success and everyone having a, an opinion on what I am and me listening to that. You know what I mean? I was listening to, to the internet. I was listening to my fan base, my family, my label, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, like noise nin, 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 every single day about what I should do next or what I did wrong or what I, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I was just like, do you know what? I, um, I always work better when I got something to kick against. I have my whole life. And this song is a direct pushback. Yeah. It's like, no, like, I think with it all, I was just gutted. I was just, my heart, I was in a lot of pain. And this song came out. That's why I think it sounds like it's going to go off the rails. That's why I think yeah. it sounds like it's, it's about to blow up your speaker or it's about to slap you or it's about to, you know what I mean? Lose spin out of control. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think with it all, I needed to talk for me. And I needed to talk loud because I wasn't good. And um, and this song certainly did a job for my soul, you know? Yeah. I think uh, obviously a lot of people who sort of have this like really quick rise to success sort of have a difficult way of dealing with that. You know, you have to do this. You have to do that. This song has to be about that. Do you think you're at a place now where you can deal with that better than you were, say, a year or two ago? Absolutely, man. It's like, as I say, like, I want to radiate the idea that you are brilliant the way you are. You don't need to dilute yourself or change yourself to, to please other people. Don't do yeah. that because then you're not, if you're only like 60% who you are to yeah. please other people, then you're only pleasing people who are 60% right for you. Yeah. Because Absolutely. they don't know the other, they don't know the other 40%. Mm. And I just didn't, I just kind of got to a point in my life and my career where people are going to say anything about you. Doesn't matter. Most of the time, those people are pretty moronic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Moronic people. There's a lot of moronic people saying moronic things in the world without context, without understanding. So be proud and be beautiful being exactly who you are because chances are the people saying that probably envy your spirit. Yeah. You know? As the saying goes, jealousy makes you nasty. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think I think with it all, it's just like I'm so proud to belong to this community that presents the idea of equality and love and acceptance and screams it every day. Yeah. Like I don't care what other people think. I love what my little world that's getting so much bigger every single day. It's not so, it's so crazy. I always call it my little world. It's not so little anymore. Like, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I find it so wild, but that, that, that's what, that's what it's about. You know, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, from, you know, the answers that you're giving me, you know, you can tell you're a guy who's, is very passionate about human beings and making individuals feel loved and through your songs and your concerts, make them feel like they belong in the world. So my question to you is, if you had to choose any song ever made to sort of make as the law by which humans had to live by in order for the world to be a better place, what song would that be? Oh, wow, 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 wow. Probably definitely a Bowie song. Oh, it probably like God Only Knows by the Beach Boys or... um. I like to think Imagine by John Lennon is also a go-to. <laughs> yeah, le- like Lennon or like God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Or like, I know it's like a bit basic, but Heroes by Bowie. 
Or where the streets have no name by you two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or Born This Way by Lady Gaga. One of them. Yeah. You know, pick, pick, you know what I mean? You, you, you decide at home. <laughs> exactly. So we've got a question that was sent in by a very big fan of yours. His name is Richard. Hello. And he Love. said, his question to you is, Youngblood is a massive influence to our generation. Not only is he being a beacon of hope for young people, but he opposes gender stereotypes. As someone who voices important issues within his work, how do you plan to strengthen this bond you have with your fans in your music? What can we expect to see from the catalyst that is Youngblood? I think that's so such a sick question. Thank you for sending that in like, Especially on this next record, that was what was going on in my head. I think with it all, I um, on my next lyrics, I'm really kind of attacking that. I think the way I'm gonna strengthen my bond is I don't really talk about myself a lot. Yeah, I always sing about we and us. And this next album, there's a lot of stories about me. There's a song on my next album called "The Boy in the Black Dress" about how I got hit in the face in the parking lot how i when i first discovered i was pansexual when i first like my stories that you can listen to and relate to as well yeah you know i mean i think with it all like this whole idea of what youngblood started was about a community of people and i don't think like especially when i speak to my family i call them not my family they always want to hear more about me yeah because I talk about kind of instances in my first album, like dabbled in it, but I talk about a lot of issues and, and kind of stories I've heard from friends and, and the internet and the news and whatever, and like the world and what I felt, felt was wrong with it. But now I feel like I have the confidence to talk about myself a lot. Yeah. And I can't wait for this next album. And, and I hope, I hope kind of people find solace and, kind of connection and relation to my pain i'm so excited to kind of tell my story i'm nervous as well yeah. but i'm excited no it's awesome to hear man and we certainly can't wait to hear uh, your new album as well but so uh, we digress a little bit because i don't know if you're aware but we have 11 official languages in south africa okay uh, so, i did not know that that's so cool <laughs> so what i thought i would do is give you a few words in some of our languages and see if you can guess what they mean Oh my! I'm obsessed. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so the I'm first excited. the first word is in a language called Afrikaans, and it's a language that I speak as well. And the word that I give you is lacquer. Lacquer. Yeah. Lacquer. Has it got something to do with hair? It doesn't. Like what? It, uh, okay, really... so because everyone used to call lacquer <laughs> hairspray. So no, no. Lacquer, <laughs> all right, let me say lacquer. Um, lacquer, 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 lacquer. Um, I don't know. Um, I thought it meant hair, but you tell no. me what does it mean. So there isn't like a, a direct translation into English, but it roughly translates to something's really nice or really good. So, um, yeah, I so- love that. <laughs> cool, lacquer so- man, lacquer. Exactly. Yeah, That's literally, no, that part it was lacquer. Lit- you, you, you basically are South African already. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the next one is in a language called Zulu. So sick. And the word is ikoko. Ikoko. Yeah, well, with not exactly like that. You sort of click with the, your tongue at the top of your mouth. So ikoko. Ikoko. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Coco. I'm going to fall into a trap about chocolate. <laughs> um, um, is it like 
I'll miss you or goodbye. It's actually a frog. A frog? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so off base. I'm down up. It's got Coco. I love it, man. Okay. Coco. <laughs> okay, so the next one is in Kosa. That is the language. We have a lot of clips in South Africa. I don't know if you picked that up that's yet. So, it's <laughs> so cool. I'm so down. And the word is Pambana. Pambana. Yeah. Uh, Pambana. Pambana. I have no idea, but I'm just going to take a wild guess. Pambana, does it mean I love you? It means crazy, actually. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Same thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I think, uh, you know, there's not much left for me to say. But so let me let me ask you this. You know, when whenever artists announce that they'll be going on a world tour for some weird reason, they they seem to forget that Africa even exists because it's always Europe and North America. But it's very seldom that we get like a massive international act such as yourself um, to come into South Africa. So young blood. For your life of Mars tour, on behalf of all South Africans, can I implore you to please come and visit us in South Africa? I promise you, it is on my like. This is why I'm like talking to all. Like, is yes. I literally said to my team and my agents and everything. I was like, I see so much love online, and li- need to get down to Africa and see you all. You must, and I mean, we're massive fans with uh, of you here on Pocket FM. So, um, Youngblood, I can only say thank you so much. You're just the most humble human being I think I've I've ever spoken to. So you must go all in good luck and thank you so much for speaking to us. Big love, man. Thank you so much. And South Africa, I love you. Kisses. You're listening. To- You're listening to Pekefe 93.6. 93.6. More than just radio.